In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning. Corwell Health states that after three years caring for patients throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, it's time to make masks optional so they can see people's smiles again. Ken Lundberg has a story. Dr. Lauren Hamill, president of Corwell Health in southwest Michigan, said factors influencing the decision are the number of COVID patients declining across the state, medical treatments now available, and the desire to restore the human connection. He does realize that some people will wonder why it took so long. You have to watch the data a little longer to make sure this is going to be mostly manageable everywhere um, across the state of Michigan. So that's why we would be more careful in making the decision not to mask. Effective Friday is optional masking for patients and clinical teams at all hospitals for Corwell and all locations, except long-term care and skilled nursing facilities and transplant clinics. Ken Lundberg, WSJM News. An arrest has been made following threats made against Pawpaw Public Schools this week. The Emberon County Prosecutor's Office charged Lisa Nam with one count of false report or threat of terrorism, one count of using a computer to commit a crime, maximum sentence, 20 years or more, or life, according to authorities. She was arraigned yesterday after her arrest by the Pawpaw Police Department and the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department. She's lodged at the Van Buren County Jail. Bond is set at $750,000. Berrien County administrators yesterday honored several 911 dispatchers in the county. They named Niles City Dispatcher Mark Fitzsimmons, her 911 Dispatcher of the Year. Among other reasons, Fitzsimmons was recognized for being an asset through his training of new dispatchers and his quick handling of two homicide incidents. Berrien County Sheriff Paul Bailey commended the nominees and spoke of the difficulties of being a dispatcher. I used to fill in and dispatch in the 80s. It's the most stressful job that I ever did. So I just wanted to get up and thank the dispatchers. They are the hub of law enforcement. Without them and without getting the proper information to law enforcement, uh, first responders, it couldn't happen. Also recognized were Berrien County Dispatcher Carolina Moreno, Berrien County Dispatch Supervisor Sarah Blurton, and Niles Dispatcher Danae Fitz. Governor Whitmer is calling for a sales tax pause on new electric vehicles. The switch to electric presents a huge economic opportunity. Taking full advantage of this transition requires us to invest in talent, infrastructure, manufacturing, and supply chains. She made her comments at LaFontaine Ford in Walker this week, saying her proposed budget includes the pause in the state sales tax. Federal incentives for buying an EV are as high as $7,500. The state sales tax pause could add $2,400 to people's savings on the vehicles. There are nearly 30,000 EVs registered in Michigan now. That's a small portion of the 8 million vehicles registered in the state. Emergency renovations at the Lakeview Terrace High Rise in downtown St. Joe are progressing well, but tenants won't be returning anytime soon. The emergency repairs, the 107-unit public housing structure, are going well. The building at 601 Port Street next to the St. Joseph River had to be shut down in January. All residents were relocated to area hotels while crews gutted every apartment to replace galvanized pipes that were leaking. And in many cases, mold was growing in the walls. Shane Franks of Greenspan Construction is part of the contractor team for the renovation. He says the project is on track, inspections are going well, and it's a mega undertaking. Everything in this building has been renovated. 107 kitchens, 107 bathrooms, and about 65,000 square feet of flooring. While repairs are going well, officials at the St. Joseph Housing Commission say it appears the residents will not be able to return until July when renovations are complete. An earlier plan was to return them as early as May. 
The state house has passed a package of bills to establish red flag laws. The bills now return to the Senate for approval of several amendments that were made by the House. Governor Whitmer says she will sign them. Red flag laws would temporarily remove guns from people who have potentially violent behavior to protect themselves and others. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.